0: Villagers, get ready. Here's Miss T with a word designed with you in mind.
1: On WJBE.
0: Greetings for this meeting. You're back where it's at and it's time to chat. On the show with the flow that keeps you in the know. This is Tanisha Baker, excited to host another edition you shouldn't be missing. Thanks for tuning in to Talking With T. It's September 6th and I hope everyone is having a fabulous Labor Day. If today is your birthday, you share it with your birthday mates, actor Idris Elba, rapper Foxy Brown, singer Macy Gray, former beauty queen and singer C.C. Penniston, and actress Anika Rose. On this date in history, the National Black Convention met in Cleveland, Ohio, and Frederick Douglass was elected as its first president in 1848. And neurosurgeon, Dr. Benjamin Carson, led a team in successfully separating seven-month-old Siamese twins, joined at the head in 1987. Today on the national calendar is celebrated as Labor Day. This holiday is always celebrated on the first Monday of September. Labor Day was created by the labor movement in honor of the social and economic achievements of American workers. It is a yearly national tribute to the contributions workers have made to the strength, prosperity, and well-being of our country. Many people are granted today day off work, and if you are fortunate to have this day off, enjoy your break. It is also National Read-A-Book Day. This upcoming Saturday is 9-11, a day that rocked the country and shocked the world, a day of tragedy in American history. On September 11, 2001, Nineteen militants associated with the Islamic extremist group Al-Qaeda hijacked four airliners and carried out suicide attacks against targets in the United States. Two of the planes were flown into the towers of the World Trade Center in New York City. A third plane hit the Pentagon just outside of Washington, D.C., and the fourth plane crashed in a field in Pennsylvania. Over 3,000 people were killed during the attacks in New York City, and Washington, D.C. The month of September is recognized for several month-long observations. It is Baby Safety Month, National Self-Improvement Month, National Suicide Prevention Month, National Classic Music Month, and a few more. The birthstone of this month is the Sapphire, and we celebrate the birthdays of Virgos and Libras. September is also recognized as Hispanic Heritage Month, the national recognition for the contributions of Hispanic and Latino Americans. Some famous Hispanic Americans are Fergie, Nicole Richie, Jessica Alba, and Uma Thurman. Charlie Sheen was born as Carlos Irwin Estevez. Wonder Woman Linda Carter is half Mexican. We are familiar with George Lopez, Selena, Jennifer Lopez, and Gloria Estefan. But what about Sammy Davis Jr.? Tatiana Ali, and Tyson Beckford. Exactly. All are connected through Hispanic heritage. The theme this month is Slay It in September. And you will be encouraged to be bold and daring and try something new. Slay is a slang term that can be defined as accomplishing something amazing, dominating something, or succeeding in making your presence known or to be impressive. Do all of that. I dare you to step in a room with confidence. Be confident in who you are and let people know you have come to slay. Talking with T would love to feature your organization or business. Become a sponsor or advertise on the show. Let us help you reach more people and promote your brand service our product business owners church leaders entrepreneurs why not build your brand on talking with T your urban talk show designed to engage educate empower and encourage call today 865-409-1170 for more details or visit talkingwithT.com talking as we continue to hear from educators and those that are in place to make sure our students are successful this week we will listen to Tarika Smith the school social worker at Austin East Magnet High School
1: and her encouragement for having good school attendance. Hello, Knoxville, Tennessee. My name is Tarika Holloway-Smith, and I am the school social worker for Austin East Magnet High School. Today, I want to talk to you all about school attendance. It's very important for your students to be in school, as we all know. That goes without saying. In our community, our schools are the lowest performing schools in Knox County. We also have the highest chronically absence rates in Knox County. There is a direct correlation between attendance and academics. First of all, everybody feels yucky in the mornings, whether they're going to school or whether they're going to work. But most of us keep on going. As soon as we get there, we kind of shake it off. We need to teach our students that. You may not feel good in the morning. I don't know if you've been up all night playing uh, Those games are on the phone or whatever they do. We have to get up and go to school. And if you know that, as parents, we need to make sure our students are in the bed on time and ready to learn the next day at school. Take the phones, cut the games off. I know sometimes taking the phones can be dangerous, but that's some things we have to do as parents. Another thing um, I want to mention is it's not just a student problem or a parent problem. Attendance is a community problem. We as the community, when we see our students walking at 930 and 9 o'clock on their way to Austin East or whatever school they attend, holler at the window and say, have a good day at school. You know, when you're at McDonald's and you're serving kids after 830, I mean, say something positive. I mean, I know. Our kids or not some of the kids that um, we want to. Nowadays, these kids, you don't want to say anything to them. They'll get smart. But there is a way, if you have that characteristic, to talk to our kids without looking like you're getting on them or whatever. Sometimes you need to say, just have a good day at school. Uh, I hope you have a fabulous day. Just encourage students and assume that they're on their way to school. Um, as a community, if we do that and reach out to our students and our parents and say that, Have a good day tomorrow if you see them on Sunday in church. Always talk about attendance. It has to be one voice when we're talking about coming to school. Once our students get in school, encourage our students, your children, to go to class and be in class on time. Uh, We have a lot of students at Austin East that straggle straggle in after 8.30. Sometimes you got to get there at 8.15 so the students can go to breakfast, put their stuff in their locker, in their backpack, just get situated. When our students miss class, when they miss school, that is a hit on our community. We have to get together and address attendance. If our students are not there, they cannot learn. Another thing about attendance parents, when we have things at the school, don't just come to the games, don't just come to the celebrations, come and check on your students. Make sure your students are in class. I mean, do the surprise visits uh pop up. I don't know with the COVID thing now, if you can pop up, but you can find a way to check on your student. Also with COVID, since I did mention COVID, with COVID, we cannot ignore that there is an issue and we do not want students coming to school sick. If you have a fever, if you're throwing up or whatever the issue may be, we all know when we are sick. And we also know when we're not feeling really good, but we can go ahead and go to school and kind of shake it off. But when you are sick, and you have some issues, parents bring a mommy note or a daddy note or an uncle note, a guide, some kind of note from someone who is the parent or guardian of that student. Each student can have up to 10 mommy notes, daddy notes a year, and they can have unlimited doctor notes. So if you're gonna be out, at least have an excuse and have an excused note so we can excuse your child's absence that day. It doesn't make sense to call and say, okay, you're out. Well, I was sick. You shouldn't, nobody shouldn't have to remind you to send a note. Send a note so the student can be excused for that day. You get 10 of them. Send a note. If you go to the doctor regularly, send a doctor's note. Doctors love writing notes. They'll give it to you. They are unlimited. Again, if your student is sick, keep them home. Keep them home because I know when I worked in the elementary schools, I saw students there with runny noses, fevers, going back and forth to keep them home. That does not do anybody any good because not only is your student sick, sometimes you can make other students sick. and You can make teachers sick. So if they are truly sick and contagious, keep them home. But send them back with a note. That's the only thing we ask. Send them back with a note. We do not want your sick students in school but we want them in school this is miss tarika again at austin east high school uh the school social worker and i want to again say how important it is to make sure our students are in school this been an awesome opportunity and again i appreciate wjbe for allowing me to come and talk to the community about this issue Thank you. Everybody's talking with T, the talk show designed to engage, educate, empower and encourage the community. Is on
0: WJBE 99.7 FM at 10:40 a.m., just the best every day. It's now time for T's tidbits and my review of trending news. The Supreme Court officially rules to allow Texas to ban abortions after 6 weeks of pregnancy which is well before many women even know they're pregnant. The law allows private citizens to sue abortion providers and anyone who helps a woman obtain an abortion, including those that give the woman a ride or provide financial assistance. The crazy thing to me is that private citizens who file these suits don't need to show any connection to those they are suing. There are also no exceptions for cases involving rape or incest. Naomi Osaka. Fame tennis champion is taking a break once again to take care of her mental health after a heartbreaking loss this past week. Former New England Patriots wide receiver and three-time Super Bowl champion David Patton was reportedly killed in a motorcycle crash on Thursday, September 2nd, outside of Columbia, South Carolina. He was 47 years old. The debate on how we should tackle COVID stays heated as people are divided primarily over masking. The CDC and medical experts say that it reduces the risk, but others say it doesn't. In my opinion, I have been presented significant enough evidence that I will err on the side of caution, and not only caution, but care. Although I'm fully vaccinated, I don't want to put others at risk because I care for them, not only for my family and my well-being, but for your family and your grandparents, and your children, and your neighbors, and your friends. Knox County School parents of disabled children sue Governor Lee and Knox County over the lack of mask mandates. The children have conditions that make them more susceptible to catching COVID-19. Two of the children are too young to get the vaccine. The parents say they are faced with an impossible dilemma. Risk their life to obtain the basic fundamental right to education or Stay home and fall further behind academically, socially, and mentally from lack of access to school. A man out of Arizona and two other men stormed into his child's school, threatening to make a citizen's arrest of the school's principal with zip tie handcuffs. Now, where have I heard that before? At any rate, they did this after his child was asked to wear a mask. Keep in mind the principal made this request because the child had been exposed to COVID. A Florida doctor will no longer treat patients who have not been vaccinated, and football player Tom Brady says he got COVID after the Super Bowl parade. Fourteen Miami-Dade public school staff members die of COVID in just 10 days, while healthcare workers are exhausted and experiencing PTSD. A 24-year-old woman was arrested after entering Hawaii with a fake COVID card in which she misspelled Moderna. Note that an estimated 8.9 million people are losing all unemployment benefits and the moratorium on evictions has already expired. And as we read over and over and over again in the media, Tennessee is leading the nation in new COVID cases per capita. I have just one more story before I end this segment. Representative Mark Takano out of California introduced a bill into the House that would reduce the standard work week to 32 hours. He says he is trying to solve the problem of work-life balance. Under this bill, workers would earn overtime after 32 hours of work. This is very interesting. I encourage you to read the article, which is linked on TalkingWithT.com, and I would love to know your thoughts. Hit me up on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or my website. And if you want your thoughts to be heard on air about this story or any other, call the talk line that's 865 409 1170. Well, once again, we've come to the end, but be reminded you can call in with your thoughts or opinions to our talk line that's 865 409 1170. 865 409-1170. You can also leave comments on TalkingWithT.com. Share stories or spill some tea. In the meantime and in between time, engage with us on social media and subscribe to Talking With Tea Daily, our online newspaper for your daily scoop of trending news to find out what we're talking about. Be sure to stay tuned to the D.L. Hughley Show right here on the historic WJBE and when you turn down for the evening. or a sense of regret tomorrow. Remember where you heard the word. Keep being kind until next time. You've been listening to Talking With Tea.